1: We know it's not easy out there and we want to try extra hard to be your little daily pit stop for some joy and some laughter and some good news and some interesting conversations. And boy, do we have one coming up with the one and only Molly Shannon, everybody. Whoa, I'm so excited for this. Her new book, Hello Molly, is a masterpiece and it is definitely not what you think it is. But I love to kick off the show with hitting the headlines. So, what do you say? You want to do it? You ready? You with me? Daily Good News Trust Fall, where rest assured we'll always catch you. Mm-hmm, yep. And with me at the desk, the co pilot who catches me every single day, Ross Matthews. Hop in, <laughs> hop in. Hi, everybody. Hi. Are you ready to jump?
2: Come here, come on. You want me to catch you? Yeah, ready? Ready, ready to fall? I'm gonna catch you. Three, two. Oy, oh, oh, good. Oh, good. oh, good. oh, oh.
1: oh
2: wow. wow. She falls for it every time. <laughs> Deal. That was like. You like that?
1: Dirty man.
2: Yeah, I was really, I was really worried. I was gonna drop you. I yeah. know. I was,
1: I was like worried about my ankle. Yeah. You get older, you get so cautious. I know, but I got your back, girl. I got Dude, you. I would. I trust you with everything. Oh, ditto. Love you. All right. Well, I love you more. Okay. First, um, we've got some news for all our die-hard fans of The Crown oh. out there. Anybody a die-hard fan of The Crown? Yeah. I yeah, am. I totally am. Well, season five doesn't come out till this fall, but we've already got scoop on season six. Bustle reports that the sixty. Se- <laughs> um, Bustle reports that the sixth season will be the last, and casting has already started on the hunt for a young Kate Middleton. Season six covers. 1997 to the early 2000s, and that's when William first met Kate at university. Who would you pick to play a young Kate Middleton? Yeah,
2: okay, thank you for asking because I thought a lot about this. And, um, okay, Carrie Mulligan. You guys know Carrie Mulligan? Oh, well, yeah. She would be great. Oh, and she kind of- The
1: dimples, and look at that. Well, and she looks like her. They both got very angular, beautiful, classic features. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's, they're both stunning. You, do you have a better one? Well, I have three. Oh. Okay. Um, So, I went triptych. I created a little bit of a mood board. Here are mine. Um, We have the beautiful Olivia Rodrigo, Belle Powley. Oh, this is great. And Daisy Edgar Jones. Great, Um, great. So, a little variety in there. Different styles, different looks, but all women that I admire. Well, I also thought about
2: um, Prince William. Mm -hmm. And what about Taron Egerton? You know him, right? Oh my God,
1: perfect! Isn't that great casting? Look at him. From Rocket Man, Kingsman. You know, I'm mad though, because I feel like, why are you ending this? I mean, we've got Fergie, we've got Prince Andrew, we've got, you know, the queen is still alive, we've got Harry and And Meghan. And Meghan. Why are they ending it? What are you doing? Why? I don't get it either. The crown is the queen, and she's still alive through all of it. And it does also show how the prim and proper evolution into like where we are at today. This is fascinating, I don't want the crown to end. I don't either and I think, that, I
2: think that the family is having conversations now they've never had before. You know, this family has been, think about just what it looked like when Harry and Meghan got married and how different that was for the royal family.
1: I wanna hear the behind the scenes of that. I would just like to see where the series starts, where it's very buttoned up and it is all about how it looks into opening it all up and not sweeping everything under I the rug. I know, I'm with you. I think it'd be fascinating. Maybe yeah. think they'll be watching right now and they'll change
2: their mind. Well next up, we've got a real brain twister, follow me. It's a catfishing story that actually ends well. Oh, this is amazing. Let me explain. The Daily Mail reports a woman in Florida named Nicole was almost scammed by a man that she met on Instagram named Marcus. Marcus was catfishing her using somebody else's photo. And then he started asking, oh hi, okay, I get it. Asking, (laughs) that's a photo he was using. He He started asking her for money. So right away she blocked him. But then months later, she found pics of the same guy on Instagram, except this time, it was really him. Yeah, the, the picture was really the real guy this time. His name is Alessandro, okay. His, uh, his profession is working on a yacht crew out of Florida. Okay, hi, hi, Alessandro. <laughs> wow, hi, Alessandro. Whoa! So they connected on DMs and you guys, the rest is history, they're together. Can
1: you believe that? Look at the way she's looking at him. They're in love.
2: That is in love. Good for them, but I don't know. I feel like I'd be like 10 years into the relationship and still be like, I don't know if, I, if this is really you. Oh, I didn't think about that angle. I know, but congratulations to Alessandro because you know you're hot. If people are using your photos to catfish other people, congratulations on your face and your body. Congrats. Good
1: for that. All right. Well, This story um, comes courtesy of my mom, actually, yeah. Um, So spring is in the air, the flowers are in bloom and they give us a little skippity in our step and now science can confirm it. Flowers have power. Vogue reports Mm -hmm. a study found that flowers make us happy. Now, they tested this on a group of 147 women. Each woman got either a candle, a fruit basket, or a beautiful floral bouquet. And even three days later, the flower group felt happier than the rest. But the biggest confirmation, according to scientists, is 100% of women who received the flowers displayed a Duchenne smile, which is, quote, the sole indicator of true enjoyment. It's the smile you can't fake. Science defines it as what happens when the zygomatic major in the cheek tugs the lips upwards and the orbicularis oculi around the eyes squeezes the corners into crows feet. Now this is an actual phenomenon that happens. It has scientific names. I can't pronounce. (laughs) Um, Rossi. (laughs) Yesy. I would like to conduct my own test. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Let's try it. Oh, oh, it worked. Um,
2: Look at it. Well, can I try one? Look at this. Wait, you have what? I have something for you. (gasps)
3: <gasps> oh. oh.
1: <laughs> My obicularis oculi is moving. <laughs> My zygomatic major is going off the chain <laughs> and it's something I can't fake and we'll be right back. The first time I've ever done that to a lady. Drew's News, Rossi! All
2: right, well, you know, if we lived in a dystopian future where our society's completely collapsed and we need to live off the land, Drew, I don't know how you feel about your survival skills, but America, you are pretty darn confident. The New York Post reports a new study found two thirds of Americans say they could live off the land if they had to. Or okay. Uh, city dwellers were even more confident than rural residents, 72% of them confident they wouldn't have a single problem growing their own produce. Uh, <laughs> uh No, I, no. I mean, I would look cute in overalls and a straw hat and a little garden hoe, but. You are a garden hoe. <laughs> I, you, know, you know me.
1: <laughs> I, this, I feel about this story the way you felt about the catfishing story and the couple who found happiness. I'm furious. This is such BS. We are all fooling ourselves. If someone took away our, iPhone plug, we'd lose our minds. Society would be up in arms. Grow your own garden, self-sufficient. We are the most reliant and capable. Are you kidding me? We would all need a complete tutorial on how to survive. I am shocked
2: that this is your reaction. I thought you'd be out there with a little butterfly net just scooping things up, you know, making sure everyone got fed.
1: Who here honestly thinks if you just got thrown in the middle of nowhere, to eat bugs and grow vegetables with seeds you don't have and figure it all out on your own, you think you're going to be great? Yeah, no, well listen, I always I, I have always
2: had that little house on the prairie fantasy, you know what I mean, where I get a wagon and I plow the field and Wellie collects eggs and sells them to the mercantile in town. you know what I'm saying like <laughs> I just, but but I know deep down that I would just you know crawl into a ball and wait till it was all over, you know?
1: I, yeah, I don't know why this, that story, I, I, I like our reaction here. I think it would flip everybody out. Yeah. And we'd, we'd be up in arms and in big trouble for a long time. But eventually, the thing about humans that I do love is we're all cockroaches. We all are survivors. We thrive, we figure it out. No matter what, we do not give up. And if the last few years haven't proven that, mm-hmm. nothing will. Amen. So. I love humanity. I love human beings. I love the tenacity, but the flowery. We got this. No. <laughs> no. No. A big adjustment.
2: Yeah, we'd be struggling. Okay,
1: so anyway, <laughs> next, um, there's a new water sport on TikTok and you can play it at home. Newsweek reports the water cup challenge, AKA the Jenga oh, of water, the uh, AKA water Jenga is the newest party game. And you've already got all the equipment cause it starts with a very full glass of water on the table and then you take turns adding a single drop at a time and whoever uh, makes it overflow first loses.
2: Okay, so you know, I love Jenga, like real Jenga. Um, I could get into this.
1: What do you think, Drew? I don't know, but we have some here. We're gonna test it out. Oh, okay, oh. You take a block from the middle. So, can I try first? Sure. Okay, so. Does anybody think they would be into something like this?
2: (laughs) I gotta try it first.
1: Does anybody think they would not be into it? I'm the only one because I'm literally like, good, you're oh,
0: done, wow. moving on. We'll <laughs> be right back. I can't. I'll just do that. I can't. You don't want like
3: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Welcome
1: back, everybody. That's right. Our next guest is really the definition of a superstar, she is an actress, a comedian, a former SNL cast member. Um, she's taken on incredible dramatic roles and nailed them. Um, she's also an author who, I actually happened to do a movie with her that means more to me than almost any movie I've done, Never Been Kissed. Um, I am <laughs> Josie Geller and she's a need- and we've been friends before that. Since then, and um, most importantly of note, she has a brand new book. It's called Hello Molly, and um, it is extraordinary. And I want to get into all of that. Um, so let's meet the one and only Molly Shannon. <laughs> This is so fun being here. I love it. I I have known you now. What is it like, twenty five years? Yes. I'm so bad with math, but it's it's so long.
5: So long, Drew. Is it twenty five years? I mean, it might yeah. yeah, yeah. At least
1: yeah, yeah. It might be longer. Yeah, that's wild. Um, This book made me feel like I was meeting you for the first time. Oh, thank you, Drew. It really did. It's so incredible. Thank you. And the book opens and you're talking about your childhood and everything is peaceful and normal and you're in a big family, a mom, a dad, two sisters. Yes. And then um, in 1969, your family was coming home from a party. Um, It's a long drive home. Um, People are tired. There's debates whether to take the car ride or not. Mm and it um, matriculates into a car accident, Mm -hmm. and that crash killed your mom, Mm -hmm. and your baby sister, and cousin, and Mm -hmm. you were in the car. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How was it writing about this?
5: Yeah, and I was gonna say, so in that accident too, my dad did survive. He was very badly injured. His legs were badly injured, and my um, so yeah, so my baby sister was killed, but my older sister Mary survived too. So there were three deaths, three, three survivors. My life changed in a split second. The rug was pulled from under me. Life as I knew it changed in one second. And it was, it was, it was, you know, uh, it was, it was really hard, you know? So. Writing that chapter, once I was done with that chapter, I was like, okay, I can take a deep breath. Now we can get on with the story. But I kind of, I, I could not not include it because it, losing my mom at an early age had a profound effect on my life. And um, and then my dad went on to, you know, he, he was devastated, of course, too. And then he went on to raise two girls. He tried his hardest. I really admired him. And, you know, that was not so easy. He had braces on his legs from the accident, had to learn to walk again. And um, he really gave it a, gave it a, his all, you know? It was like skiing down, you know, the Black Diamond uh, ski slope with no poles. Not the easiest, you know?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You're yeah. one of the most emboldened, brave, fearless people. Oh. And so it's so humanizing because yeah. I would imagine, and maybe I'm assuming wrong, but even me, who's bold, yeah. like watches you do Mary Catherine Gallagher and Sally <laughs> O'Malley and all your characters and think, God, the spine on that woman! <laughs> That's so funny. Aw. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, there's a picture of you, I think it's the first time you're doing Mary Catherine Gallagher and you are mid-air. Oh Sandler's my Sandler's in God. the frame. Oh my God. And you are, I, I don't, I'm like, how is she gonna land? <laughs> There's no strings. You are in mid-flight, oh and my that God. kind of freedom. Yeah. How do you have that kind of freedom, and then also, you know, intimacy and and struggle? Like, yeah. how does that work? Well, I think it
5: gave me the performance. That character is just kind of an exaggerated version of how I felt when I was little, like kind of anxious and accident prone and like passionate. And I just amplified it by like a thousand. And I would get very nervous performing live on SNL, me, Molly, Shannon, but I would use the nervous energy in the performance. Like when they, Jenna Rosatano was counting me down, you know, before I went on to do the first Mary Catherine, she's like, okay, we're ready. And five, four, three, two, Mm, I, I, my heart is pounding. You know, it's like an adrenaline rush. its I'm definitely scared, but I just like go through it. And um, I think the physical release felt really good. And um, it just, I just like get in the moment, like
1: in the zone. You really did kill it on SNL. And you, you made these famous characters that we still quote every day of our lives. Oh, I mean, it's, it's really thank crazy. Thank you. Thank you so much. And. I think that is a fun way in which we get to like, love something and the person. I mean, I do the, you know, (laughs) Sally O'Malley. I'm actually gonna be 50, not so far away, you know, and everything is Mary Catherine Gallagher. Like you have created all these iconic characters, but you've also had an extraordinary, illustrious career. And I remember going to that premiere of Year of the Dog and I did see a shift in your performances Mm -hmm. and your intentions. Did you ever feel like I have more than the comedy inside of me and I'd like to explore that? Yes,
5: I I did know that and I'm so grateful to Mike White because I felt like he did give me that opportunity to write something a little more dramatic and dark and sad and and that character and Year of the Dog, and so I I I do credit Mike with giving me that break then, where people were like, oh, she could do drama, you know, that kind of thing. Who
1: then you also recently did
5: The White Lotus? Yeah, The win, White Lotus, which is
1: literally one of the most. is
5: well, so good. Ah!
1: Did you love it? Are you? Is there? <laughs> does the next season have?
5: Are you? I'm not it, in the next season. God, no. Oh, They're I'm
1: shooting. sorry, this is not good. This is not the news I wanted. They're but.
5: shooting in Sicily right now. Mike's in Sicily. Jennifer Coolidge is returning, but then it's an all new cast, and it'll be like, you know, a whole different, shh, different, different hotel. Did
1: different you notice how freaked out everyone is and is responding now to your dramatic acting? Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like you, whatever niche you wanted to carve out for yourself back in the day, like, you're there. Thank People you, see Drew. you in both comedy and drama. And there's That's a reason right. those two faces are connected in mm-hmm. the arts or whatever you wanna call it. Mm-hmm. Cause maybe one cannot exist without the other. Is that the point of the yeah. comedy and tragedy faces? Yes, phases? yes that, that is so true because you have to, yes, yes. And can you turn your trauma into something funny? Can you, is there the hope of recycling it? into something that does bring joy to everyone else. I think
5: so because I feel like that's what I did. I feel like I poured my feelings and art into the characters before I was really piecing it together. It was coming through in the work and you know, I was very physical. I did characters who kick and you know, my dad had a brace on his leg, it's no, accident that I'm doing these characters that like can, my dad was limited physically, he had a limp, but my characters all have an urge to like break out and kick, kick, kick or walk fast or they're, you know, like they have this physical ability and I, and I made it physical and it was kind of like my wish for my dad to like kick the braces off his legs, you know? That's so powerful. Yeah, yes.
1: There's a story that really speaks to me. Um, your dad came to SNL and it was a Mother's Day special. Yeah. What was that experience like?
5: SNL does a sweet thing where Lauren Michaels does a yearly show with the cast members get to invite their mothers, and it's so sweet. You guys have probably seen that, right? Yeah, and it's become like a big deal. But I was, um, I had done the show for six seasons and I was leaving, um, but I didn't want to miss that Mother's Day special. Well, Lauren was like, it's fine, just come back for the Mother's Day special. And I was like, but is it okay if I bring my dad? because, you know, my mom died. He was like, yeah, bring your dad can be your mom. And Maya Rudolph also lost. Her mom. That's right. And so anyhow, she brought her dad. So basically my dad loved it. It was so fun having him go through the ropes and they had the parents do like a song and dance number. And my dad got to go through, you know, hair and makeup and the wardrobe and memorize, you know, doing a little sketch. And he was like, oh my God, this is exhausting. He said, I had no idea what goes into this. Boy, people don't know. And so it was just so special having him there.
1: SNL is like such a big deal. It's like the biggest, most iconic institution in the history of television. But is it true that, by the way, you got mugged like after SNL and like you were, what happened? I had just auditioned for Saturday Night Live. They put
5: a bunch of women up at Stand Up New York and um, I had five minutes to do five characters and I couldn't believe I was being flown to audition for Lorne Michaels and Chris Farley and, and then I had a wonderful meeting with Lauren, and then I went to my sister's house to celebrate and with her husband in um, Tribeca. And then I left and I was such, in such a good mood, you know, because everything flying was high. flying high. And I got mugged in Tribeca. He came and just like grabbed me and like threw me down the ground and nobody was around and it was very scary. But I was in such a good mood that I met Lorne that <laughs> I was like, nothing's gonna get me down, you know? <laughs> and so, um, he uh, he 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 just wanted money, and so I, I gave him my wallet. And then um, he, I was like, "Do you want my coat?" And he was like, "No, that's okay. You can keep your coat." And I was like, "Oh, he's so sweet." <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding.
3: Terms apply.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back. We are here with the one and only Molly Shannon. This is how we kick and we do it. (coughs) You're so flexible. I'm so flexible. You really are. You're a really good dancer.
5: Really? Yeah, I remember. I was like, Drew's a really good dancer. Yes. Really? Very
1: good. I remember. Yeah, I remember. Well, we are animals and we gotta get out of the cage. You're an animal. You're an animal. (laughs) But it's true. I mean, I I do, I feel like I'm, I do like that analogy of like the Greyhound at the gate. We did this story about this little like wrestling girl. Who's taking on older boys and winning. Whoa. And like, you should see her, her picture, she's like.
6: Whoa. And I'm like, (laughs) yes, I love this
1: girl so much. That's so cute. It's so true. I think that life is, um, An opportunity to just... (sighs) Exactly. And on that note,
5: Drew is my mentor because she was so established in show business and when we did Never Been Kissed Together, I had gotten my movie Superstar Greenlit and we were looking for directors. And so I had had a meeting with Bruce McCullough who we were pursuing to direct Superstar and I came back to Drew on set and I said, Bruce McCullough, passed on the movie, he's not gonna do it. And Drew was like, what? You can't let him pass. Wait, and I go, no, he came in to LA for a meeting, he's flying back to Toronto. And Drew goes, no, wait a minute. You got to call him back. You got to stop his plane. Wait a minute. She and you gave me this advice. I go, well, what should I say? You go ask him what his concerns are. Ask him what he needs to make it work. Does he want to work less days? What's the problem? You know, there has to be a solution and just tell him you'll give him whatever, whatever he wants. Don't let him get on a plane. Call him and you s- coach me. And I wrote down what to say. and I called him and did exactly what you told me. And then he ended up taking the job.
3: Yes!
5: Yeah!
1: Story is in the book. Oh and it's yes, so true. I, what are because, we all waiting for? Yeah. What, what? What? are we? You talked about like not like don't being take perfect. the no. For the, oh, not being perfect. And 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 you know, listen. You, at a certain point, you got to take the no, or you're going to get a restraining order. Y- but uh, Yes. <laughs> up until that point, you know, until the law steps in, or until you know in your gut that you've pushed too far and it's time to back off. You go to that line. What are we waiting for? Go for it. Yeah, and then at least you tried. Even if it, yeah, go for it. Um, Now, I wanna talk about being busy. I love, uh, you have a new Showtime show. Oh yeah. You're so hot off the other two and White Lotus and I mean, God, Mm. it just never ends. And now you have this Showtime show. I love that for you. Yes. Can you tell us about that?
5: Absolutely. So, this is a show with Vanessa Bayer. She's hilarious. She created the show with Jeremy Byler, another SNL alum. SNL alum. She's, and she's also from my hometown, Cleveland. And so, this is about the world of Home Shopping Network, which is such a fun world to be in. And my character is like the queen salesperson. And um, Vanessa's character comes in, and I take her under my wing. And it's, it's really fun. And it, the show's really good. We do have a clip. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I can ask if someone else can train me. It's like insane that you would train me. You know what, for you, I'm gonna do it. Oh. I got a lot of great pointers. And as you know, I'm really good at this. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, Joanne. <laughs> it's Joanna. Oh, Joanna. <laughs> and don't you dare take a picture of my butt.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. beautiful books you will ever read in your life, then you got to read Hello Molly. And it is available now in bookstores and anywhere you get your books from. And then you can also catch uh, Molly and I Love That For You, premiering April 29th on Showtime. I can't wait to watch that show. Oh good, watch thank Watch every you, Drew. wild choice you make and just thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> We'll be right back. If you have a sweet tooth, we have you covered. Pastry chef
6: Zoe
3: Francois
6: is serving up some tips that are a real treat.
3: You have got to watch this.
6: If you're gonna buy one piece of equipment for baking, I say it's the scale. It's all about consistency, and weighing your ingredients makes all the difference. If you want your batches to be the same over and over and over again, use a kitchen scale. Measuring flour in a measuring cup can weigh different things every time, depending on how you do it. If you scoop and sweep versus spoon and sweep, it's gonna be a different amount of flour each time, whereas when you weigh One pound of flour, it's always gonna be one pound of flour. If you do use measuring cups, make sure when you're measuring your flour, you'll put your flour in, sweep it, level. The same is true for measuring spoons. You don't wanna dip it in there and have it heaping over, you wanna level it off. So these are the essentials for measuring your dry ingredients. I
1: love it, Chip and Joanna. We want to find more Zoe. Where can we find
3: That's her? That's funny, you should ask. It's easy. You can find Zoe Bakes on our Magnolia network. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
1: Supermodels in the world and was named one of Forbes' 30 under 30. And she's now taking her inclusive approach to skincare with her new brand, K Skin. Please welcome back to the show someone I absolutely love, Winnie Harlow! kind enough to come to our show when we were in the height of a pandemic and we talked about going out one day and like doing something. Which we still haven't. I know. We need to make
4: plans. We've been cooped up for way too long. Yes. Way, way, way too long. I definitely need to um, be in the Caribbean again and just like party on the beach.
1: Okay. I'll party anywhere with you. Come with me to Jamaica. I'll show
4: you my islands. Although I feel like I want to go to your new house. Will you tell me about it? So my new house is in California. Um, I'm really happy. The selling point for me was the palm tree in the backyard. I mean, (laughs) look at this. This is so amazing. It's my first house. The first house I ever bought, and I bought it at 26, which I never thought would ever happen.
1: I can't think of anyone more deserving. But why did you not think that you
4: would get a house by 26? Um, because I think when you're at a certain age, like, you know, coming out of high school and you don't really know what you wanna do, it's kind of difficult. You know, everyone's kind of putting that pressure on you. Like, what are you gonna do? My dad was like, all right, go to the army. It's like a surefire way. And I was like, that's not my portion in life. I am not gonna go to the army. And I started getting, you know, these opportunities to model. And I was like, you know what? I never seen myself represented before. And being able to be that girl who, you know, kids can see on the cover of a magazine. And I never got that experience is really incredible to me and it's empowering to me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to continue this. And it's been very fruitful to me. And I'm very grateful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Is it true that you worked with
4: Beyonce? You know her. Did she take your boots? (laughs) She did, she did jack me of my favorite boots (laughs) once upon a time. Um, I was on set filming uh, for Lemonade. (gasps) Which is the most beautiful body of work ever. Yeah, 100%. So I was on set and they saw my boots and they were like, oh my gosh, where did you get those boots? Thinking I got them from styling, but they were my own personal. And they were like, we need them for Beyonce. And I was like, (laughs) <laughs> take my boots. Yep, and I was like, okay, at the end of the day, like, hey, can I get my boots back? And they were like, uh, so for continuity purposes, we actually need them for the rest of filming, and I was leaving that night, so I was like, okay, cool, no problem, they were just my favourite boots, but that's fine, it's Beyonce, and I walked into my trailer to pack up my stuff, and they were a brand-new pair of way better boots, so I, I'll take it, you know? I got to give Beyonce a favour. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that you
1: can both walk in each other's shoes, literally.
4: Oh, yes! I never thought about it that way. I like that! I have walked in Beyonce's shoes.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, another pair of big shoes in your house is your extraordinary boyfriend, um, Kyle Kuzma, and he was uh, an NBA player for the Lakers, Mm -hmm. and now he plays for the Washington Wizards? Wizards, yep. Perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That must be fun. Yeah,
4: very, very, very fun. Oh, oh the uh,
1: Lakers and the Wizards game. Is it true that you are practicing skincare with him, teaching oh my him God, the game, like getting my him into it?
4: Guinea pig oh, for all new products, and he so loves cute. it. He honestly loves it. He loves having really good skin. So I like just like sitting him down in the bathroom and just like doing his skincare, making sure that he's using his serums and washing his face properly with exfoliation, but then also making sure that he's protected from the sun with SPF. You have to wear SPF, it's so necessary. Like you wanna protect your skin before adding anything to it. Did you learn that early? I did because having vitiligo and also being Caribbean, one, my skin is really sensitive to the sun and I was always in the sun. So it's like a little rock in a hard place. Sun Care and SPF was always like a go-to for my family and my family would always slather me in it. So tell us about K. About K-Skin. About K-Skin,
1: which by the way, I was so lucky, I got a send out <laughs> and I opened it up and sand part out of it.
4: Because yeah. a lot of the ingredients and like the whole vibe of K-Skin, although I want it to be every day, so I didn't want it to be too beachy like, the rest of sun care that you could find. I want people to use SPF every day, right? So I want to formulate K-Skin to be like skin care and not just sun care. Yeah. So it's very hydrating. It has things like hyaluronic acids, Which is so
1: good for you, the so hyaluronic it. acid. just
4: draw moisture into the skin. Yes. But then I also wanted to make sure that there was things that were near and dear to me. Like my parents used to cut Um, aloe vera straight from the plant in the backyards in Jamaica and rub it onto my skin for sunburns and for rashes and for mosquito bites. And also sea moss, which has been very trendy as of lately. But in the Caribbean, we've been consuming it and using it on our skin for so long. So little nods to the Caribbean and my heritage were really important for me to put into the first product that I was ever making and making from scratch. I mean, I'm not kidding. I'm so excited for this line. I I think I'm the most excited about this more than anything else I've ever accomplished in life. So this is like a dream come true to me. and something I'm so passionate about as well. I mean, sold. And what you're bringing in terms of ingredients, it's such a powerful story. I have to show you, honestly. K skin is so bomb on the skin. It like adds a glow. I have it on right now, but you can see it just. Yes,
1: yes, oh my God. I'm sorry, but look at the difference.
4: Right? One is like a dead lizard, and the other is like a disco dolly. It's true. It literally just adds life and hydration to your skin. That glow. I'm saying, I've been working on this for three years now, so it better be giving that glow to the force. And cross. you
1: are, and have access to everything out there. So well, not only- Well, it's difficult
4: though, you know, being an entrepreneur is hard for anyone. So like doing the hard work behind the scenes and finding those investors even, and you know, this was one fact that I found recently, I'm one of about a hundred black women who have raised over a million dollars in um, venture capital. So it's kind of hard. <clears throat> That number to me is so crazy. That number is insane to me, that black women aren't being trusted with their ideas to put things out into the world. And I wanna make sure that, whenever I'm talking about K-Skin, I always like to bring that up so that people are inspired to know that, one, they can do it, and two, inspired to know that you can trust black women and women of color, POC, to execute.
1: Absolutely. And let this be, the roaring success that you have worked for it to be, and then it will help build other people up. Exactly, thank you. Now, before we go, if it's okay, um, would you do a quick round of before the break with us? I'm down! All right, it's before the break! Now, Winnie, will you give us your top three best skincare tips in 30 seconds?
4: Okay, <clears throat> in 30 seconds. And so, go. Number one, I would say get rest. You need to sleep, your body needs to recharge and it needs to uh, replenish. That's one, make sure you're getting your rest. Number two, I would say wash your face before you go to bed. Don't yes. sleep with that makeup. I do it sometimes too, Shh, don't tell nobody. Um, <laughs> and number three, of course, protect your skin and always wear SPF. Never forget SPF. Rest, wash your face, <laughs> SPF. Winnie, you did that like, 22 seconds! Yes. I need to come
1: back do that. You are the most intelligent, dynamic goddess on the planet. I would be so honored to do more with you. Thank <laughs> you
6: oh, Winnie Harlow, everybody!
1: Sun protection is so incredibly important, which is why we are so thankful that Winnie is giving everyone in our audience a $50 gift card to her sun care line, K Skin Care! Yeah. Thank you, Winnie. And K Skin Care is available at Sephora and KSkin.com. Congratulations on that. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back.
0: (laughs) Graduation is a sweet
4: occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution.
1: Of having a live studio audience with us. We understand because we did not always have that. That's true, and we love seeing your smiling faces oh in person so
2: much. It's, it's a miracle, yeah. really. And you give us energy
1: every single day. You give to us, so we love to give back to
2: you. We
1: do.
0: Oh, we do. Oh, we do.
1: And that's right. You never know what's going to happen here with our audience. I like to call you guys guests, cause you are. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe we might like single someone out oh. for no apparent reason. Huh. Like Carla Castro. Carla Castro? Carla Castro? Oh, hi. Hi, Carla Castro. <laughs> Oh my gosh, hi, Drew. Surprise! Hi! Hi. You you had no idea we're gonna call your name? No, I didn't even know if I heard it correctly. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Yes, that's what we like to do here, is surprise people. I mean, thank you so much for being here today. We just wanted to extend a warm hello, make it personal, and maybe give you a $5,000 gift card to (laughs) Levenger. desk or like to write thank you notes or want oh a calendar God. or whatever it is that your life needs are, Levenger wants to take care of you. Oh, thank you so much. And we much. do too.
4: Hey! <laughs> thank you
1: <laughs> <was> so much. <laughs> I love my little surprise giveaway. I know because maybe if somebody else
2: comes to the show, they'll get a surprise. <laughs> yeah, so if you're watching at home, you wanna come, maybe we'll surprise you. Here's how you get tickets on our website, DrewBarrymoreShow.com. And so, oh! come
1: come out today. We make this show for you with all of our hearts, so take it with you, because it's
0: yours. Start your mornings right with the same mug as seen on The Drew Barrymore Show. Take 20% off at checkout with code DREW20 at ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Drew Barrymore products with code DREW20 at ParamountShop.com.